Okay, now that it's been a week since that terrifying experience of having an allergic reaction to one of my chemo treatments, I'm able to find the humor in it. For those who didn't hear last week's episode, when things started to go haywire during one of my treatments, I asked my husband, Michael, to get help. I now realize the absurdity of seeing him flustered and running around for a call button that was right in front of him, watching the nurse yell in the hallway, we're having a reaction, we're having a reaction. And how hilarious it is that Taxol, which was supposed to be, quote unquote, lighter cocktail for chemo, was the medication that caused my body to freak out. All along, I'd been so worried about another medication, the AC, also known as the Red Devil, that was supposed to be the one to get me. But somehow, my body was totally fine with that one. When things happen, you gotta just laugh. At some point, you gotta find the funny. On top of that situation, I found other funnier things during this journey. Like the fact that no one tells you one of the side effects from chemo is gas, major gas. I have truck driver farts that I can't even blame on my son because it's so clearly coming from me. It's hilarious. You gotta laugh. What's also funny and kind of freeing, at least for me, is the lack of filter I now have when talking with people. I was in the local juice store getting my green smoothie and a very refined Upper East Side woman said to me, you have such beautiful skin. I had on my human hair wig, which I hardly ever wear, and I responded with, yeah, I'm going through chemo, and it's one of the side effects, glowing skin. Fucking sucks. I could tell I had thrown the lady off center. It was as if she was wobbly. Oh, well. Have a nice day, she said. I proceeded uptown in my human hair wig. I could feel the hot flash coming on, another gift from chemo being pushed into menopause. As I was walking on Madison Avenue in 93rd, a somewhat upscale area in Manhattan, I didn't even care where I was at that moment. I tossed my wig off like I was reenacting the opening of the Mary Tyler Moore show. <sighs> so yeah, there are funnies and freedom with chemotherapy. Speaking of freedom, that word has taken on a new meaning for me lately. When something like this happens, you're suddenly in a constant search for anything that makes you feel free. Podcasts and sitcoms are now a staple for me. I need something that's familiar, something where there's no work I have to do, something to tune it all out. God bless Netflix for allowing me to binge The Office. God bless Dunder Mifflin and Dwight's oddballness and Pam and Jim's romance. I'm also hooked on the Goldbergs. This show is kind of like fluffy popcorn for the mind. But for me, it's also a trip down memory lane through my childhood. From the outfits, to the music, to the fact that the show is based off of Adam Goldberg's childhood. I think this show is what the Wonder Years was for my parents. When I'm walking around the city, I find myself wanting to feel lighter. I stumbled upon a podcast by comedian Heather McMahon called Absolutely not. Ironically, the first episode I heard was called Ovaries on a Plane, where she describes in hilarious detail her experience flying to the UK and having her right ovary explode. The episode had me laughing out loud on my way to my doctor's appointment and feeling oddly connected to this fab lady I was just introduced to via podcast. 
I especially appreciated her words about her deceased father. This chick gets cancer, loss, and pain, and is still able to find all the funny life has to offer. Thank you, Miss McMahon. I've also gotten really into a podcast by Tara Brock. She's a meditation teacher, psychologist, and author. Her podcast creates a sense of space and ease internally. Her voice sort of reminds me of Eckhart Tolle. Not the sound, but the pacing. Very slow, relaxed, and intentional. Sometimes I don't even hear the words she's speaking, but just allow the information to be absorbed subconsciously. I especially need these podcasts during my crazy exercise program at Sloan. For those who may not have heard about this class that I'm in, uh, in a previous episodes, I'm part of a study that looks at the benefits of exercise during chemo. Basically, while I exercise, young millennials take my EKG levels and record my blood pressure and oxygen levels. Just picture me on a treadmill knowing I have chemo the following week while millennial researchers put me on an incline at level 12. Hearing a 20-something say to me, you got this, looking good, Tina, when I feel like I could crumble, it's not a motivator, but God bless them. If it's not the podcasts that keep me going, there are certain songs and books that I've been escaping into. I recently bought Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I had read this book in my 20s, but felt drawn back to it. In A Man's Search for Meaning, Frankel talks a lot about searching for the reason we're living. There's one quote from his book that has been a constant for me while I'm going through chemo. It's this. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing. The last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. To choose one's own way. Then there's the music. It helps me navigate the day-to-day emotions that can jump out of the subconscious deep, dark woods. My alter ego is Tina Turner. If you're going to choose to summon an inner warrior goddess, Ms. Turner is a sure fit. Her style, strength, talent, and spiritual nature are inspiring. I'll frequently just go to YouTube and listen to Tina Turner's greatest hits while lying on the sofa between treatments. I can easily doze off and dream of chanting with her. She's a Buddhist. And while I'm not, I definitely am intrigued by the practice. I'm Tina Zaremba. I'm searching for strength, grace, and trust. You've been listening to Chemo Stories.